We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Pharrell on the bench from la 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 lipstick city. Yeah, yeah, should do that. We welcome our radio affiliates to the show. Sirius XM, Mighty or 1090 in San Diego near Tijuana. Do you want it? That's ESPN Radio down there, 1090. Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio. All right, we're doing the Carver High Sheet of Integrity. How about Scotty? We've got Aaron Donald to win the MVP at 14 to 1. I think he's going to have a good game. The Bengals kicker, McPherson, over 8.5 points, and Burrow to run for 15 plus yards, plus 250. That's what I'm talking about. Van Jefferson with his longest catch being over 17.5 yards. I like Beckham to score a touchdown at plus 125, and Tyler Boyd, Scotty, going for plus 230. How about that? The sheet of integrity. So you think uh, Tyler Boyd's going to catch a touchdown? You like yes. that price? I like that. You know, I, I you know, I, I actually love Boyd, and I think they don't throw to him enough as a decoy in a post. Uh, you know, just they use the tight end so much, they use Mixon so much, they use Higgins so much, they use. Uh, you know, Chase so much. They just don't use Boyd enough for me. Uh, I hope he catches a touchdown. I feel like Beckham on the other side is a way better opportunity at that price because I think he's going to be catching touchdowns uh, and being involved in it. The Jefferson thing, I mean, to throw to him once for 18 yards is what you're hoping for there. I'm not really feeling it. Aaron Donald win the MVP. Love the odds. Don't like his chances to be the MVP of the Super Bowl, uh, to be honest with you, unless he has five sacks. Uh, McPherson, over eight and a half, Burrow, 15-plus rushing yards. I love that at, at a, a, a 250. I think that's a nice bet. They kick a lot of field goals. Uh, they, throughout oh, the you know he's going to kick a field goal, and I think Burrow will run for – 15 yards. When you need an expert, there's not that many places to turn. Lucky for you, we're one of them. Any boob can flip a coin, but we give you actionable insights and perspectives on daily sporting events. Keep listening, keep winning. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, Pharrell back in L.A. at the Super Bowl. I don't know what it is about these people. They just continue. What do you mean, you people? Uh, they keep setting me up with all these uh, players that play against, you know, my Steelers. I mean, this guy, Eric Metcalf, he's another one. He's another one they bring in here. Some guy playing for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I got yesterday I got the guy uh, from the Ravens. I mean, it just, I mean, it's just one after the next. I mean, a four set they bring in here. Now they bring in Metcalf. Is there anything else they're going to do to me? Listen, I'm a Steeler fan. I've had about enough of you Cleveland Browns players and all those uh, Raven players. I mean, I know you're a badass, Eric Metcalf, but don't be creeping up in here on me like you're going to start talking bad about my Steelers. I'm not going to talk bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have to talk bad about them because I know what I did to them. You know? Oh, the humanity. I can, I can actually say that I got a coach fired. Oh, really? How, how, many, how many players have you had on here who can say that? Well, tell me the story. 
you know, October, what, 24th, 1993, two punt returns. Special teams coach got to go. You got to go <laughs> because you went off on him. Went off on him, won the game with two special teams touchdowns. You know, they did a lot of that recently. Like the, uh, the Niners special teams coach had a bad day. He woke up and got that call because of what the Niners did to them in that game at Lambeau. Oh, Green Bay, yes. The Green Bay, yeah. That's, you know, which means that special teams are important. Right? Well, of course it when, is. When you look at it, people don't think about how, how important special teams are. They think offense, defense, and don't they forget about the third phase of the game, which is unfortunate. I mean, the third phase of the game is gigantic because uh, the Super Bowl could come down to, a, a, you know, Gay or McPherson field goal. Uh, it could come down to that at the end of regulation or in overtime. Uh, and then, you know, punts, kickoffs. Uh, it is huge, and people ignore that fact. I think people also ignore uh, the games won in the trenches. Oh, definitely, and I, and I think uh, that's what gives uh, the Bengals a chance. If they can run the ball. If they can run the ball on the Rams, they, they have a chance. If they can't. Do you think Mixon will be able to run the ball against them? You know, I don't know. I mean, we, we watched the, the 49ers do it and do it well, especially uh, in, in the regular season, and they did it well. Um, I think uh, – I think Cincinnati has the opportunity to go out there and do it, but I, I just don't want to see them drop back and, and, and try to pass every play because we saw what happened when they played the Titans and, and, and the Rams defensive line is better. Yeah, you know, well, I actually I actually think the Titans pass rush, that front four is better. Really? I, I think that Donald's a badass and Vaughn, and I'll give you Floyd, but I think all four of those dudes coming at you, they sacked him nine times and they still won the game. But I've been hearing how bad the, the Bengals' offensive line is now for the last four weeks as they're playing in the Super Bowl. Right, that's true. And I mean, like when you talk about them doing it against the Titans, um, they, they got sacked nine times, but you can't account for the fact that the other quarterback is going to throw it back to you three. And so, Listen, and so that's how they lost the game. But, this, you know, they're a resilient team. They're a young team that they don't care about anything that's happened in the past. And I think they feel good about their situation. Well, how about that hat you got? Can we at least show the hat to people well, how pimping that is? Uh, you know. I mean, honestly, if you can even put it on top, see if it's like, oh, that's what oh I do. snap. I mean, you could be. A, this is what I, I, mean, do. I mean, that is just fantastic. This is what I do. I, I think I'm that thing is guy. fantastic. So when you were, uh, <laughs> you played it in Austin at yeah. Texas. My my man uh, BJ did too. Brian Jones, you oh, know, yeah. you know Brian, For cool sure. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he never stops talking to me about uh, Texas football. What was he it like? He never stops talking. He never stops talking. <laughs> great guy though. What a trip he is. Well, you know, it was, yeah, it was it was a great time playing in Texas. I mean, I had fun. If I had to do it all over again, I'm I'm definitely going to Austin because. I had a great time playing football. The only thing I did not enjoy was the fact that in four years, I only won 24 games. Yeah. And that's terrible for a, a Texas football team. So I never got to uh, win the conference. I never beat Texas A&M. I never beat Oklahoma. Never played in the Cotton Bowl. Only thing I did was forge friendships. Uh, had a great time at the university and, and went to the first round. Did you... Uh like, what did your uh, reaction when they were going to go with Oklahoma to the SEC? What do you think of that? Because I'm a Big 12 guy. First, first I was all, a Big 8 guy. They ruined all that, and then they ruined the Big 12, and now they ruined it even more. Can we do this? First of all, Oklahoma is going with us to the SEC. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. They both screwed the Big 12. Well, well, well they did, but we all know it. You got to make money. money. It's about money, and, and, and that's the way to do it because they'll go there. They'll form a, a super conference, and, and which I'm sure there are going to be a lot more of those coming around, and, and everybody's about making money. But the only thing about that is now they got to worry about these players because these players are going to be trying to – 
jet up out of there if somebody can get him more money. Right. Well, that's obvious. What did you think of uh, like uh, your whole career and you never played in Seattle? You played everywhere, but you didn't play where you probably wanted to. No, I didn't want to. You didn't want to play at home? No. I, Why not? I have never been a Seahawks fan. Really? No. Born and raised in Seattle. Never been a Seahawks well, Who did you root for as a kid? I, I was a Charger. You see, when I was, when I was a kid, the, the Seahawks weren't even in existence. So they didn't come around until 1977. The very first game the Seahawks ever played in 1977 was against the St. St. Louis Cardinals, right. who happened to be playing for them. And I remember Harry the Metcalf. Cardinals. Harry Metcalf. Your dad. So day one, I don't like the Seahawks, and they were in the same division as the San Diego Chargers, who was my favorite team. But you got to play for them. I did. That's, and that's and why what I was that like? It, you know, it was good. I mean, I went to the Pro Bowl. Was Dr. Chow the, the doctor then? Yes. You know, the, I'm probably, because of that season, I'm probably the only person you, you will ever hear say they hated San Diego. And I hated it because we were losing. Oh, did you we were 4-12, and 12, so my experience in the city wasn't, wasn't that good. good. Wasn't that good. I love how you just tell it like it is. Like, I hated it there. It sucked. And we didn't win uh, in San Diego. <laughs> Texas. We never beat Oklahoma. The entire thing sucked. But, I mean, I had I, I met a couple of good friends. No, but no. I love the it, fact that you just suck. tell it like it is, bro. It didn't suck. I love Texas. that. Like, I hate it there. I hate all the people. I hated the food. The weather sucked, too. I hate I mean, you. I hate you. I, I never liked you. Get lost. <laughs> Hey, that's what that's what you want. You want the truth, right? I do. I think it's refreshing. This is the most refreshing. Hey, Carver Hyde, this is the most refreshing interview I've ever done. He hasn't said anything good about anybody. I love this guy. Hey, but, I mean, hey, but I love myself. Hey, and I love, what up, kid? What up, kid? And he's got a pimp hat. I love it. I mean, listen, Eric walked through Radio Row, and I mean, there was like a thousand women that hit on him. In, in less than 20 minutes. I mean, it was incredible. I, even the camera lady. I mean, it was everybody. I mean, it was. I've never seen anything like it. So um, uh, you got one of my coaches fired. Do you have anything bad you want to say about the Steelers on top of that? While you're here, you might as well sprinkle some more joy on me. I'm a season ticket holder. I fly in for all the games. I blow a lot of money. I don't ever want to say anything. I hated you. Because, you I was know, like, I hate that Metcalf guy. I liked his dad. <laughs> That's because you didn't have to. You didn't have to. Because I'm old, him. right? You didn't have to, your team didn't have to play him twice a year. But right, you, you know, I, I honestly can say that the Steelers organization is a great organization. I mean, as a as a Brown, I'm supposed to hate them, but I respect that what they do. Mm -hmm. You know, they've had four coaches in their existence, right? So so they have a culture. They 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 win a lot of games. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. So never. I think he's a great that, coach. That says, I do too, and that says a lot about what they're doing. And and, and I think. A lot of organizations that uh, try to be like them. So uh, after you got done with your illustrious career, multi, Pro Bowls, you name it, you did it all, uh, what was uh, that culture shock like when you stopped playing? What was that for you like? I talked to a lot of my friends that played in the league, and they all tell me this uh, bizarre experience of when it ends. You know, it was, it was kind of easy for me because I, I ended up coaching high school track a little bit of high school football, and then I moved into uh, coaching track on the collegiate level. But I actually started coaching track while I was still playing. Where were you coaching collegiate? At University of Washington. Oh, at Washington, up in Seattle. Yeah, and so that was that was okay. And and 
because I ended up getting traded a couple times towards the end of my career and becoming a free agent and moving around, by that time it's like, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I want you to know this here. last thing before I let you go. I, I in high school I tried to do the pole vault. I I tore my quadricep running with that giant pole down into the track, and then I was halfway down and it shredded. I was out really? for like six months. It was awful, dude. You're a badass. I love I talking to you. you. Thanks Thank for you. stopping by and hanging out with us. The great Eric Metcalf. He played for all those communist teams against my Steelers. He was never very good. He got a bunch of people fired. He didn't like playing anywhere. He loved Cleveland. He said he loves the weather there and fat chicks. I couldn't believe he said that to me. I couldn't even believe he said that. He said, put your pimp hat on and go. Go on, son. They were going through the motions. They were lifeless. I don't like that or condone that at all. I play it straight up, yo. So anyway, uh, Pharrell back in uh, L.A., it, this is a disaster, this room. I mean, honestly. No, this like, can't happen again. There's yeah. a new rule. I, I know my boy Gabe. Best in the business, guys. Workaholic, like it's tumbleweed time. We got guys taking down sets. You know, it's just like it's honest to God, like, it's it's almost it's uh, it's almost depressing. Like everyone's got the cardboard boxes, and we're sitting here going, "What? But, like but what's listen, going on? Th there's a party going oh, on. Oh yeah, no, you here. hear the party? There's like twenty thousand people in there. Yeah, oh, for sure there is. And we're out here like and you're, and you're, you're hi, I'm Black in the Jack, yard at Black San Jack Quentin. with Cam. <laughs> so anyway, when when you play, uh, yeah. tell me tell me about your. Uh, tell me about your blackjack history. Well, I learned blackjack when I was about six years old uh, from my Chinese bu buddy's dad. He was a real gambler. Like, this guy used to play all the games. But I didn't really learn, you know, mini bock and baccarat and stuff. I stuck to blackjack because it's my game. So I learned the numbers, the combinations, bus cards, hands, whatever. I got the formula. Basically, in my mind, they'll give you a card at the casino. You can follow it. I'm a little bit more, little bit more aggressive than the card. The one advice I'd give to people playing blackjack is this. Don't screw around. Don't, because your wife yelled at you or had a bad day, go, oh, I'm going to hit 17. Do the exact, whatever you do, like if you hit 12s against the face, do it every time. Don't just go, no, you know what I mean? Because you will lose. You will lie in bed, you will stare at walls, and that combination of mistakes that you did will put you on tilt. It's like gambling, Scotty. You know when you're on a bad run. Ah, you're trying to figure it out. It's bad. Just have patience, do the right thing, make the same move every time. If you hit 16 against a f face card, yeah, I do every time. Don't just, ooh, I'm not going to do it this time. Especially, and playing with one person, two people at the table is fine. The minute all the tourists get there, no offense to the state of Wisconsin, you meet a lot of nice people, Badger fans there, but, you know, they're hitting 18s and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you, you got a winning hand. The dealer's got a six. You stay on 18. Like, I don't think people understand the concept. Two, three, four, five, you know, six are death cards you for know the dealer. What, you know what was funny is that uh, you, you sit there and watch some tourists screw it up. Gambling Kenny would call him out right at the table. Oh, no, I, 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 I'm not, he, a, he I'm not a bad guy. I went up, I'll go up to the guy and say, listen, listen, Wisconsin Badger, you're a wicked guy. I love drinking with you. I love partying with you. But, you know, I don't sit down at tables or do things that I don't understand. Like, my brother worked on a crab boat. I don't know what the hell we're crab crab boat. Like you know what I've I mean? I've had crabs. No, it's yeah. 
Yeah, like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but why, do why you would... ever just call them out like, bro, you just cost yes, everybody yes, money. Yes, yes, You're yes. You're an idiot. And, uh, yes. And I, you I, stupid I, ass. I Get up and go I, home. I, I don't do it that bad. Please. I just go, listen, if you don't know what you're doing, just ask first, and I'll give you the percentage play. It's your damn money, and if, and if the guy keeps on doing it, I'll leave and say it's been a pleasure drinking with you, sir. I'm gone. He gone. That's the way it oh, works. Oh, my God. There can't be anything more frustrating than that. Yeah, when you sit down at a table and there's an idiot. That's why you play alone. You play but, alone or with seniors in the morning. That's all I but do. But when there's an idiot that wrecks it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that's bad? Of course it is. That's but that's that, that's why I also I stay at the Sun Coast. It's a locals casino. Right. You, know, you think people rolling in at 8 o'clock in their 9 o'clock in the morning at the Sun Coast don't know how to play blackjack if they're sitting at the damn table? That's the beautiful thing about it. I'm playing with people who know what the hell they're doing, right. and I have a better chance to win. I got smoked in the Super Bowl with the Niners, but that stupid last touchdown by the Chiefs I killed smoked. all my teasers. I was winning everything with my buddy Visine Vince, huge Niner fan. I leave that. I go up to my girlfriend. I go, honey, I really screwed up. What do you do? Uh, I lost thousands on this game. I go, you know what I'm going to do? I got a plan. You got you to gotta have faith in your man, the bear. He's going to get it done. I sat down at the table methodically, 400, walk. Da, 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 da. Next session, up 250, hit the road. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, you can't take them for five or ten dimes, but you methodically win. You take your little kitty, you stash it away, and you methodically get back everything that you lost in the Super Bowl and make thousands. Look at the Prime Minister, Mafia. Anyway, That's I got a little, I got to do Marenzi's right, show listen. later, and he's pissed. We got to go grab a pizza. Right, love you, brother. All right, I love you. All right, back, Mafia. All right, hey, Mafia, Minister. can I keep that 49 cent jack you gave me? I need it for the shows next week. Thank right, you. You're the man. Have a great vacation, Prime Minister. My man, Cam Stewart from the Great White North. He runs the country. He is uh, double-fisted tonight with a White Claw and a uh, IPA that Mafia gave him, the Strongman IPA. Mafia went to the uh, Trader Joe's. Uh, I mean, it is so awful. There's some guy with a jackhammer in here. This guy. We've got a NASCAR crew over on the corner. Uh, we got an NASCAR crew, and then we also had a, um, a, you know, the other last night there was a bomb threat. So last night there was a bomb threat, and I'm in here, I like, I mean, honestly, this is just. And there was apparently a bomb threat that nobody told us except Sheriff Man, like no security or cops or anybody came and said, "Hey, uh, just so you know, this was going on around this building." So I, I'm, you know, I have this uh, like club I can go to in the airport, you know, high end club or whatever. I'm not even going to say the name of it, but uh, I can't. I'd rather be there, like sitting there right now. Just absolutely Gandhi, five star, like, you know, what do they call them? They're like, they're, they're like clubs. They're waiting clubs for your flight, right. whatever. Like the, the lounges. I'm in, I'm in a really good one. I have a really good one, and I'm lucky Lucky I, I have it. And I, I, you know, when I go to airports, I, I, I go there, and they have a bar, they have food, they have. Like everything, giant sofas, giant recliners. It's just unbelievable. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in here. There's people with jackhammers and saws. And I mean, I don't know. I'm like, what is there one other show in the whole building? I mean, this is embarrassing. Like, I, I, it really is. Like, I, I'm not even going like, to. We're sitting in here. It's like, what is happening to me? I just don't even. <laughs> I got some party going on behind me with 20,000 people. I mean, I have seen it all. I have seen it all, Mafia.
And I'm also with my back to it, right? So I'm just staring at these other schmoes doing a show over here. And, you know, they just hate us. They hate us. And I hate them, too. I just wanted to say that. And I also think, um, I said earlier, like like Wednesday or Thursday, that they're fat and ugly. And that I want to beat their ass. Just because of that? Yeah, I just... I just want to go over there and just punch them in the face. Because they're fat and ugly. You're such a warm and caring person, always. <laughs> I really, I do. I want to play ball. I'd rather be playing ball. I'd rather be at the, the, um, the Normally he's airport a, a nice lounge. guy. Don't judge him from this meeting alone. <laughs> I, I just want to be happy and go to a, the lounge or play ball. Instead, I'm here and I'm trapped. I'm in Leavenworth. I'm, I'm doing federal time at this point. I got to tell you uh, as well that my bag is 100 pounds. I mean, this bag is so heavy that, I mean, I, it may, I may have rotator cuff surgery. Are you, you going to get it on the plane without having to get the extra charge? Because I know you got the, the extra weight now because you're in first class on the way back. But you just bought a bunch of swag over at the uh, NFL shop for the family. Is that going to put it over the top here? Well, I don't know because I have, I'm going to wear, oh, my God, the concert going on behind me. Honestly, it is just beyond me what's happening to me. It really is. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to wear the one hoodie, the Super Bowl hoodie I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear that to the airport because my other one is buried deep in my bag. And it's 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 retrievable, but it's not, uh, you know, why move it now? I just need to put the one on and then I somehow have to squeeze the other two uh, hoodies into this bag and i don't believe that i can do it that's how that's how packed it is i don't know it's going to be a close call i think i might be able to get them in there but it's a disaster now one of the advantages i have is that i'm in first class so uh they have giant overhead bins they're giant you can put a body in there they're not like the coach ones right the coach ones are teeny can't fit anything in them this giant uh double bag packed with 120 pounds in it it will go in that overhead by itself. Yeah, it, it's so huge, the, the overheads in the first class, that it's just automatic. I'm just automatic. I'm going to get in there automatic. Now, they may not like me, and that, that's, that's their prerogative. They could have that. They can dislike me all they want. But I am coming in there hot, and I am going to, A, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, believe it or not, because you know me, I'm going to hit a Starbucks, and I'm going to drink a heroin coffee. I'm going to drink a heroin coffee. B... I'm going to sleep the entire flight. I mean, 15 minutes after I drink the heroin coffee, I'm going to I'm going to sleep and I'm going to sleep all the way to Newark, literally to the last 20 minutes when the guy, you know, is there anything worse than the guy that he wakes you up with 30 minutes ago? We're beginning our descent into New York City. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your seat backs uh, in their upright position. And I just wanted to say um, we're sorry that we woke you up in the middle of your sleep. That's the stuff he gave me. 8.4. That's pretty high. Whoa, like like the, da the dangerous beers Whoa. in Canada, there's one called Fax, like Fax me your resume, 10%. That's an eight. Uh, you get a beer over like six and a half. You called it strong, man. It's not called strong, man. It's called Boatswain Double. Boatswain Double Twin IPA. Screw Steamer. 8.4%. Let's go. No, is that is that like my <laughs> is that like my Cleveland steamer? <laughs> oh yeah, you told me too. I'll tell you how it goes. I'm gonna order that bidet too when I come back. Oh, so uh, God. no more bad toilet paper at uh No more. 
hotels. Those problems. No, no, no seriously. I, I'm so sick and tired that of washing my ass in the shower. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> over like a loser. The Come views, on now. The views expressed on this show are not oh, necessarily sorry, sorry. those of its You know host. what I mean, though. You know what I mean. All I'm just inquiries, telling people. All inquiries should be made to Mike Cardano at Sportsgrid Radio Inc. Last night I had a bunch of people narking me out on this thing. Well, we all got in trouble this week. That's what we do. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, Don't worry, I'll get mine now. I, I just want you to know I didn't lose any sleep at all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> It's for all on a bench. When it comes to getting trusted sports gaming strategies and info, you can ask your dumb friend, Kevin. Duh. Or you can just listen to us. We recommend us. And we won't ask to borrow your car either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Farrell. All right, for all on a bench. So I was just looking at the, um, I was just looking at the NBA tonight, and I know that uh, the Hornets are blowing out the uh, Pistons. Dave, are you are you headed home right now? So, huh? Yeah, I'm on right now. Put that on real quick. We'll say goodbye. Dave Sherapan's here. He's just getting ready to drive. Uh, I have to ask you a question. So you told me last night. Well, let's tell two stories. One, two stories. One, you um, you told me last night that you would drive from Las Vegas to L.A. to go to a, a Kings game. Yep. And then jump in the car after the game yeah. and drive back. <laughs> Did it a few times. Dude, that's eight hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, we drove fast. So we usually got there. We timed it right. We would get here in about 3.20, hang out. Go to the game, right from the parking lot back home, late, three and a half hours. Yeah, about seven hours on the road just to see a hockey game. Dude, what is wrong with you? There was no team in Vegas. You could fly in 45 minutes for 70 bucks. I was working with guys that were making 10 bucks an hour at the book. They wanted to see a hockey game. They didn't have the money to fly. So they're like, let's drive. Let's drive. I rode in the back. I just said, all right, let's go. I wanted to see the game. I didn't have to drive. I never had to drive on those trips. I so guys you just that were slept in the car? Pass out immediately. Passed like out. Done. Wake up. Hockey game. Pre-game skate. My favorite part of the game was always the pre-game skate. Watch the game. Back home. Boom. Done. So last night, you tried to take me into the woods. I did. And drive me <laughs> to Charles Manson's uh, plot of land where he killed people. And you tried to, you tried to kill Pharrell. I did. I tried to, uh, what, well, are you, we, what are you doing to me? Where are you taking me? Where are you taking me out there? Where, where are we going right now? You're trying to kill Pharrell. I was dying laughing. I was driving. Tears were coming out of my eyes because I missed an exit, and we came back through the zoo drive. There wasn't any lights. Nothing. It did look like we were in the middle of nowhere. I was in a canyon. <laughs> it was some like abandoned I was in a canyon yard. by it the river. It was bad. It was it, bad. It took me deep into the woods. I was nervous. I was nervous. The prime minister's going through your stuff. Oh, no. That's a problem. Uh-oh. So, uh, so the guy drives me through the woods, through the woods, over a hill, into a ravine. I thought oh. I was Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> like he was going to... 
You had Mafia in the car. We weren't getting anywhere. You so had your man with you. I said to you, I go, hey, we're going to get out of the car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat your ass. You did. You said, if you think you're going to kill for, if you think you're going to kill for, I'll kick your ass first. I said, I will beat you like a, like a rented mule. What was even better, too, is that you've got this abandoned train yard we're driving next to on this dark road up in the hills. Then there's just a random people parked on the side of the road. That like, was the strange. Yeah. No, but I was right about that. Yeah. I was right. They were all shooting heroin. They were doing something. That was I mean, they were all <laughs> shooting heroin. Everyone, no, no one parks in the middle of nowhere with their car running in the middle of nowhere in a canyon, in a ravine, in a wooded area with nothing but Charles Manson. You park your car there. You are shooting heroin. <laughs> they were doing something. And there was a guy there in the was... driver's seat of every car. And I thought was... it was like a bad porno movie. <laughs> it looked like every car was solo, though. Oh, it did. They were, I don't know where they were all person spaced was. out. They were all spaced It was weird. And that there was, was only weird. one person in every that car. I mean, I'm telling you, that was a that was an H train. They were all doing heroin. Maybe the guy did a drive-by and sold him the, the H. And then one by one, they just jimmy up the rubber band and go. I don't know. Yeah, it's and possible. And then they fall asleep with that thing in their hand, and then oh. Popo knocks on the window. <laughs> Open the car door. <laughs> and then they get busted with a needle in their arm. Nobody was coming they to find them. They pass out with a needle in their arm in the They're car. Hurt. That was a dark road. I don't think anybody was coming to find them. I don't think so. That was strange. I thought he was trying to kill us last night. <laughs> I really did. Did you think he was trying to kill us? Because he said to me, he goes, uh, he goes, you know, uh, it's only 15 minutes to the hotel. After like 25 minutes, I'm still driving. And I looked and I'm like, it was I'm, in a, I'm like in a deep wooded area. I was like, what is, I go, what, what is happening here? I go, are you, are you trying to kill me or something? It was are you gonna good. are you gonna kill Pharrell? Yeah, yeah. You that's what you kept you kept going third person, which was killing me. Well, listen, it was so funny. You also, uh, <laughs> we also had an almost near death experience on the freeway <laughs> with uh, driver Dave here, big old driver Dave. You know, uh, Dave uh, actually, we're doing you know eighty miles an hour, and then uh, Dave's like, "Oh, there's our exit," and he pulled over, and there was someone right there doing like ninety, and I looked in the I looked in the uh, the window mirror because I'm a guy that does not like to be a passenger. So I trust I me only. That. So I'm looking at everything. I'm like, whoa, bro, look out. And then he swung the car back to the left. And I was like, bro, you're trying to kill Pharrell. Just like that. Just like that. He I said, said, you do not want this on your hand. You don't, yeah, you don't want to kill Pharrell. You're trying to kill Dave Pharrell. Dave was that. arrested for <laughs> driving dangerously. Reckless driving and manslaughter. <laughs> the, and the death of Pharrell on the bench. The rental has has lane assist, so I knew as soon as I got there, I was coming Bro, you back. Didn't know and, it, and that car you came didn't know by. Shaq. I like, didn't see that you're car. You're like, sorry, look oh, out. He was like, yeah. lane swerve. I was like, whoa, the whole car tipped on two wheels. I was like, what is going on here? Mafia saw the whole thing. I'm not even making it up. I was like, oh, no, we, got back to the, we got back to the hotel. I got out of the car. I go, hey, you don't mind if I get out here, do you? Because I'm scared to death of you. you had to I was change like, your so when he drove down the ramp oh. to the parking garage, I go, uh, uh, did mommy stay in the car with you? No, no. You both got out. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got out. And then I went to him. We went to the elevator, and I go, Jesus, man, do you think that guy was trying to kill us? <laughs> uh, are you going to... 
Listen, I have massive snots in my nose from working in this in this frozen. Oh, it's so We're in cold an ice box. Here. It's like an ice refrigerator. Man, is it cold in here? You know, if you ever want to bury a body, bring him to the uh, L.A. Convention Center. You could leave it cool in here for years. Oh. No one would even smell it. You're sweating because you're yeah. drinking double fisted eight percent alcohol beers, and and uh, and he's drinking he's drinking vodka splashed white claw. He goes, I just put a little hit in it, and he takes the whole bottle of vodka oh. and pours in like a five fold shot. Yeah. So now you're gonna um, you're actually gonna drive back to Vegas tonight? No, I'm going back to the hotel. I'm oh. going back to the hotel, sleeping, and then going to Vegas in the morning. Oh, so you're gonna get a good night's sleep then? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I'm flying. I, I got. I'm flying for. Oh, Burbank. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not flew. even driving. No, I'm not driving. No, you no. You got no, a rental no, car no. that you, you try to kill car. me in. I try and to you're kill you. Fly yes, home. yes, yes. I'm flying home. So yes. you go Burbank to Vegas. Burbank to Vegas, and then up and uh, down in an hour. Up and down, and yeah, and one hour tops. Boom. That's it. And then you'll be home tomorrow doing what? Uh, tomorrow running around with the kids. Uh, I don't know. If we, we have practice or what, and then... Uh, What's the matter, my prime minister? Yeah, yeah, look. <laughs> He's going to Vegas. We're trying to figure out... No, no, I, that's fine, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your boy, the prime minister. You got to hook up with prime minister in Vegas. I know. He's, he's going to be playing horses. He'll he's buy you breakfast at Dupar's out at yeah, the Sun Coast. Breakfast at Dupar's? Party naked. Party naked. with the seniors. Oh, woo, woo. Oh, woo, woo. Oh, woo, woo. Front to back. Go to Dupar's. Crush your breakfast. Crush horses. Mafia. How many years has Cam been in the media business? Like, right now, he's completely the guy who did the live stream. He walks up and like, hey, man, just like having a conversation. Like, dude. We're on the air. What are you doing? You're on the mic. Get out of the way. No, listen. Prime Minister. No, yeah, we're on. We we but the best part of the show was you standing in front of it for an hour. We don't, <laughs> we're, I don't use the camera. I don't I don't want any part of the camera. As I'm fondling my onions. I don't oh, want yeah. any uh, Are you flying home like this? I am I, no, I bought this uh you want to see what I bought? It only cost me three hundred dollars. Here's an update. Now we have heavy machinery involved in this room. Oh, I bought fantastic. this. Look at that's the one. That's the one. It's kind of right badass, do That's you really think? nice. Yes. So I'm going to go home in that, and I'm going to oh, look like Al Davis a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Just win, baby. I'm just going to roll in looking like that. Oh, and I, uh, I have a pair nice. of sweats in my bag yeah. in, in Vinny's car. And I think I'm going to take these off because these are uh, these are a little nut, tight. I mean, these are like Not the nutcack, nutcracker suite. Yeah. Like that. I mean, they look good. You pull it off. But, I mean, they're a little. Uh, like, it's just awful. You can't fly Excuse home in those. It's awful. I, I need to. I need to change into loose onion draggers. Like, I'm going to have yeah. a pair of Adidas sweats down to my ankles. Loose. Now, will you sleep? I'll sleep the whole flight. Oh, I have good. no problem okay. sleeping. Okay, good. That's me I'm too. in first class, dude. Uh, I, I don't roll. I don't yeah. roll. I, I can't. Forgot. Listen, yeah. I can't go. I, I've said this a million times. I can't go anywhere and coach. My family, if I go to um, California or the Caribbean or whatever, yeah, we go first class because I, I, I will punch someone in the face. Yeah, you can't do it. I'm not. You don't want to mess with no. me. On no, play. definitely not. And I'm just yeah. like, listen, don't touch me, dude. Yeah. I got dudes bumping yeah. me and and you know no. sleeping no. on me, snoring on no. me, farting on me. No. I, I can't have it. Can't. So I, I need. And I'm six four. I need room and I need to be left alone. Yeah. And I don't even drink or anything. I just get high anxiety when I'm in a place Too like tight. when yeah. I'm like this. I I flew once from Vegas, so they I was at a fight, <laughs> and I'm I, like a heavyweight fight. 
and they and they screwed up my flights. And I said, listen, I got to get home. <laughs> and I don't have time for this. So they, they said, well, we can get you to San Francisco and to New York uh, today. We can do that. And I said, what's the problem? They go, well, you're going to be in coach. And I was like, oh, my God, because they know I don't fly coach. Oh, no. And I go, come on. There's like, there's no flights. In fact, there's none tomorrow either. And I go, well, what do I got to do? She goes, you got to sit in coach. So I get on this plane from Vegas to San Francisco, and um, no problem. It was like two hours. I got through it. But when I got to San Francisco, I had to get on a plane for six hours. To New York. Now, listen, six hours. And I was in row 37 right next to the urinal. And I was in the last row. And my knees were in my chin. And for six hours, I sat like this. And when I got to New York, I literally had to be carried like a stiff box off the plane to the baggage claim. When when I got up, I couldn't stand. And like I had to have people help me. They're like, "What's wrong with him?" And I was like trying to rock in a seat, and I was so so I was so I was crippled. I was uh, I had atrophy. And I finally said to my wife, I called her. I go, "I will never, for the rest of my life, ever fly coach ever again." And I never have. And that, that was, was it. Like that was the last one. That was twenty years ago. Wow. So I I bend over and take it like a champion. Whatever the price. Price. This one was fifteen hundred. Right. Right, I don't even care. Yeah. I will. I refuse to be miserable. And then, you know, whatever. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's fine. Like, I'm like, I have a, I have a real problem being um, boxed, caged, this, like oh, this. We got 6'4", 220. I got some guy next to me making love to me. I can't have it. Can't have Pharrell. Boxed. I don't even like, I'm like, listen, bro, don't touch me. <laughs> and we'll get along right You and me, I'll buy you drinks. You right. touch me. That's it. I'll kill you. I, I'm going to kill you. I'll kill you. Uh, you know, Do you, you remember uh, that line yeah, from yeah. Stripes? I, 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 okay. Touch me. Listen, I hey, love you. Francis, I'll kill you. I had a blast with you in oh, L.A. Man, you're a great sure, dude. You're, you're a great awesome. dude. Awesome. I like him. He's a real dude. We'll, be, we'll be in man. touch. We'll get you on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do some. Stuff I haven't there. had you on Coast to Coast. We'll get you on there. All right. uh, have a great uh, trip you back to Vegas, too, brother. All the best with the family. Uh, keep kicking ass and taking names. I love keep you. Knocking them down. I'm baby. gonna knock them down tomorrow knock at nine a.m. Playing tomorrow nine a.m. <laughs> All right, it's Pharrell on the bench from L.A. and everyone else is gone but us. We're losers. with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. Nothing for you. How about that? One last indignity. All right, we're all back in L.A. I just saw an old friend of mine from uh, Fox Sports Radio, uh, Ben Maller who I worked with uh, many years ago in L.A. And uh, he's like, uh, wow, it's been it's been that long, 22 years since I've seen him. And I'm like, what's up, bro? It's great to see you. That's cool. He's like, uh, how's it going out there? I said, uh, well, it, it's awesome. I like uh, doing what I'm doing. I said, but I wish I lived here like I always did. You know what I mean? I, I always, uh, I like living here. I like being here. I like, um, you know. Surfing here, going here, coming here. Uh, I come here all the time, uh, San Diego and and L.A. and stuff like that for 
like vacations and people say like who wants to go to that hectic place well uh mafia how was the weather this week here absolutely gorgeous the whole week i mean it was 85 and sunny every beautiful day. even when we're hanging out after the show in the afternoon just singing it's like 75 you're sitting out in the sun having a beer even at night when, when we go home to the hotel it's like 64 degrees or something right 58 60 62. it's been colder in this building Bro, than it has been outside it's way colder in this building than outside uh it's way way colder in here and honestly there are tractors in here now and and forklifts i am literally in the middle of a, a construction zone uh, they're building a skyscraper in here while i'm doing the show it is unbelievable i have seen it all all right uh we got another hour to go hopefully we'll see our boy denny bernstein uh, i think uh Marenzi went to get pizza there's a lot happening here there's a lot of noise chaos concerts nudity violence it's for all on a bench